the In Conversation podcast series, with author, Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. podcast. Please like the podcast, podcast. and subscribe podcast. to this channel. Podcast. Thank you. Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from Amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. When the Mood is Right, A Poetry Journey and Mood Swings by Queen P. Available on Amazon and all good bookstores. The Royal Affair by Queen P. Dim the lights, sit back, relax, and breathe. You have entered into the Royal Affair. Queen P. Poetry Podcasts. Available now, 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 now. The Royal Affair. The very best way to promote your podcasts, Podpage makes it easy to create a podcast website with just a few clicks. Every page is optimized to be found on Google and it stays up to date forever. For more information visit podpage.com, the future of podcast promotion. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is a psychotherapist and relationship expert, American Dr. Sarah Williams. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you, Nigel? I'm very well, thank you. Where are you living at the moment? I'm currently living in lovely Chesapeake, Virginia. Now, I understand you're a licensed psychotherapist. Where did you obtain your qualifications? I am a graduate of Liberty University's Clinical Mental Health Counselors Program. Oh, and I have a doctorate from Capella University. Why did you decide to become involved with your field of work? It's an interesting journey for me. I'm actually a professor turned therapist. I had already completed my doctorate, and I personally experienced significant grief and trauma, which led me into the therapeutic environment in which I found out it was difficult to find a therapist to work with executive and considered high-functioning clients. So once I did the therapeutic work myself, I was led to become a therapist myself, and I returned postdoctorate and pursued the credentialing to get my licensure as a psychotherapist. So what type of services do you offer to your clients? I have a specialization in stress, grief, and trauma. So I work primarily with clients that are executive clients. Uh, They have a lot of responsibility. Uh, They could be celebrity clients, professional athletes, et cetera. And I offer services for them in the capacity of mental health, family, relationships, work, employee assistance, trauma, et cetera. Well, you mentioned trauma. I understand you provide guidance to people who have been repeatedly involved in toxic relationships. Why do you think people fall into that type of pattern? I think that's significant culprit for the return to the pattern of toxic relationships begins in our childhood relationships with our parents or other family members. It's often said that people sometimes marry their father or their mother 
there's a rationale to that. Those negative patterns in adult relationships formulated from my childhood with the interest of somehow resolving the trauma that occurred in our childhood. I would have to agree with that. I have read that we can be subconsciously attracted to the opposite sex parent in the sense that you may be subconsciously as a man attracted to a woman who reminds you of your mother and vice versa. Yes, that is absolutely correct. It fosters a interest in finding the natural nurturing that should have occurred in your childhood. And you're attempting to resolve that dysfunctional pattern by unconsciously connecting with someone that represent exactly what you're trying to avoid. So how can a person break a toxic relationship pattern? If they keep falling into relationships that are bad for them, how can they resolve that issue? First and foremost, it involves that self-work. You have to honestly and genuinely look inside yourself and begin to identify those patterns because oftentimes there isn't just one toxic relationship in our life. We have a pattern of toxic relationships. So if we begin to examine the connection between those patterns, we can trace it back to its origin. In my work as a psychotherapist, I like to begin with asking about the history of the relationship. If the person or client presents himself in a clinically uh, domestic violence or traumatic relationship or toxic relationship at this point, then I like to trace back and ask how many times has this occurred? Does the behavior of your partner reflect anything that happened in your childhood? 90% of the time, the answer is yes. So how do we avoid it? We avoid it by doing the work, by closely examining what brought us to the adult situation that we're in now. It's a way of we cannot rewrite history, but we can certainly make healthy choices for ourselves for the future. If you would, share some red flags or negative behaviors people should look out for when dating or in a relationship. Essentially, if your involvement with the individual requires any type of quote-unquote recovery, meaning your interactions with this person requires that you have to either resolve their behavior, make excuses for their behavior, recover in therapy, find some type of coping as a result of your interaction with that person, that is a red flag. A consistent pattern of inconsistencies, missed appointments, uh, unexplained disappearances, promises that are consistently broken, that is definitely a red flag. And the obvious signs, uh, stalking, violent behavior, verbal abuse, or battery of some kind, those are the obvious red flags. What advice would you give to someone who is single? and interested in looking for a new relationship? If you're single and you're looking for a new relationship, the first person to date is you. Love yourself. Make sure that you nurture yourself. Take time for yourself. See a good therapist or a qualified coach. And make sure that you are in the healthiest place you can possibly be, both physically and emotionally, before you begin the dating process. And how do you believe existing couples can improve their intimate relationships? I think existing couples can improve their intimate relationships by their communication. It is basically that what's said in the kitchen or what happens in the living room will impact what happens in the bedroom. Therefore, it is important that couples are on the same wavelength, that there is a mutual level of respect and kindness and warmth 
your partner should be your best friend. And with that regard, that improves intimate communication and intimate relationship. Also, I will say that intimacy isn't just about the physical act. It's about the emotional bonding and the support that's needed in order to know that no matter what, this person has your back. So, Sarah, what other activities are you involved with? What else do you do? Activities, mom is like number one on the radar. I have two awesome twins, boy, girl twins that are teenagers now that will be turning 16 soon. So please pray for me. And I am enjoying that. I am an advocate for widows because I'm not sure if most are aware that I am a widow myself. I became a widow in my 40s. So I am an advocate for grief support and other widows in terms of their empowerment and how to move forward with their life. I definitely advocate in that regard. I am the creator and host of Dr. Sarah After Dark, which is a mental health awareness uh, media platform that I thoroughly enjoy. Those are just a few of the things that I am involved in. And how can people contact you? I can be easily found via my website, which is Dr. Sarah, D-R-S-A-R-A-H-W dot O-R-G on Instagram, which is Dr. Sarah dot W, D-R-S-A-R-A-H dot W on Instagram. Well, Sarah, in the USA, thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated. It's been awesome, Nigel. Thank you for having me today. Please follow author Nigel Beckles podcasts on Anchor, Amazon Audible, Spotify, and all major podcasting platforms. Thanks. The podcast series hosted by author Nigel Beckles, featuring discussions with award-winning authors, therapists, coaches, plus individuals with intriguing stories to share. Available on all major podcast platforms now, 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 now. now.